a bear takes your kill, it's his kill. The highs were in the high 20s. Jared jumps in the air and spikes my quiver. <laughs> like he's spiking a football. <laughs> one of them had double drops and one of them was probably 30 inch typical. That's what makes the experience. All right, all right. We are back. Uh, this will be... Man, I Should think be this will seven. be up below seven. Seven. Golly, it's hard to believe we've been doing it. Now we're talking about seven weeks, man. All right, so as promised, we are going to sit back down. Um, it's, it's the same crew. Uh, me, Cliff. Lee. Jason. Um, we are right back where we started. We, we, we just did a show. Um, we're going to be... Uh, We'd stop, man. That was good. I mean, it was really just a bullshit session. Mm-hmm. Uh, and was a, and then of course <laughs> it um, normally is throw another yeah. throw another miss for Cliff in there. Um, <laughs> and I'm actually this year I am one for three. Ooh, hey, one for three in a major 33%. league. Thirty-three percent. Thirty-three. That's Hall of Fame. Three thirty-three. Yeah, that's put you in the Hall of <laughs> Fame hall of in fame. the major leagues, dude. Yeah. If you bat three thirty-three in the Hall of Fame, I mean, in the yeah. major leagues, you yeah. in the Hall of Fame. What do you what do you get? You bat three thirty-three in the in deer season? Ooh, uh, yeah. something yeah. different. Yeah. But that's okay. You might as well. One. That's all yeah, it takes you, is that one. You could pick up a gun. Yeah. Dude, I will just go. <laughs> I will go over forty before I'll pick up a gun. I can tell. You. And I look again. I, if, when you know Lee talked about the you uh, you started the bow hunting snob thing, but I am just as bad. <laughs> you know, I'll yeah. never knock anybody. Not at all. I will not knock a person for killing a deer with whatever they want to kill one with. But I will not hunt with a gun. I just it's just not in me. Yep. You know. Same here. I mean, it's not for everybody. I mean, but <laughs> I, I went to Texas. I went axis hunting. Came back with nothing in my nothing in the truck, and I'm okay with that. Go back. I'll go back. I might go back again this year i'm gonna go every other couple years i always wanted to kill one so i'm gonna certainly i'd love to kill one i got a sheep hunt this year late july early bringing a gun nope (laughs) and this is a big time this is gonna be my biggest hunt i've ever been on you're either gonna do it with a you're either gonna do it with a bow or you're not gonna do it i'm just gonna have to go back if i don't that's me i mean i'll just go back i mean yeah i've got a few (laughs) i just gotta go back i don't i don't mean to knock on people i mean like i said you know if you decide you want to take a gun fine i mean i'm okay with that you know if you want to try it with a with a bow and on the last day in the last hour you decide you want to you know you want to knock one out with a go i'm, I'm okay with that me i'm just i'm a bow hunter and this it is what i am it is part of who i am as a person and you know i always say all the time i tell people you know in like the real estate industry um my reputation first off is not for sale um nor is my integrity and I will not compromise my integrity, and I will not compromise who I am as a person. My character is the same today as it will be tomorrow as it was last year, and I'm, I'm just a bow hunter, and it's just what I am, and I'm okay coming back empty-handed, and I think that's what, like I said, we talked about it in the other podcast, it's what people can't get past, you know, mm-hmm. got to be successful, got to be successful. I'm okay not being successful. Uh-huh. Most know? bow hunters are, like, not successful <laughs> a lot. Most of the time. <laughs> yeah, like, so, like, if you, yeah. go, if you go to, like, what are the Colorado over-the-tag elk is like what one percent uh, might be like six five it, it or six, but it's not much but and I, this is what they say too you know you, you you look i think across the board at the statistics it's like you know maybe maybe 20 percent of the tags get filled that's right like across the board mm-hmm. that's right but but like they say out of those 20 percent of the it's, people kill it's them. yeah it's 10 percent of the, the people that are yeah. killing uh every know, year every yeah. year mm-hmm. right that's it's right. tough the it's tough. tough it's tough it ain't it ain't easy yeah. yeah but again i say you know i'm okay i'm okay coming back empty-handed i'm yeah. if i go to texas i'm not bringing a gun 
I'm okay. I'll yeah, hunt until the, the, until, until the last hunt. And I'll it, have a bow goes, in my hand. It goes from Texas to Canada to behind my house in Bogachita. It's. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I'll bust out a gun to shoot a coyote or a right. squirrel. Oh, yeah, I mean, or something. You know, but I mean, we'll as far as big like game, that. I mean, and, yep. and again, like you said, I ain't yep. got nothing against it because no, most of, most it. of my buddies do hunt with a gun. Almost, yep. you know, most of my good friends. Yep. You, know, mm-hmm. you, know, and you give them shit, but it's okay. Oh, yeah, constantly. Yeah, right. yeah, <laughs> yeah we're going to give them shit, you know. But. Well, hey, I'm batting a thousand this year, so. You only been once? Twice. <laughs> but you didn't that's see my, good. look, this is my, uh, dude, that's check my this black deer. tail from California. I'm telling you, this is a once in a lifetime Oh, my deer. God, has that thing got three beams? Yes, it does. Beams? Three beams, three main beams. You that, could almost say he's got four main beams. It, isn't that a freaking like once in a that's that is a it's a once in a we, we were talking idea. about that before you got here, yep. Cliff. You so we, we was Shut looking at his elk and stuff, and I said, man, that's a big elk you kill. But, nah, but, but that, a, that deer in it, California is like that is species amazing. wise is yeah. once in a you'll, lifetime. You'll, you what know, a that elk. I mean, that, um, that elk is look like I said that was seven hunts that went into that elk. Well, I think we'll talk about this because we're talking about you know maybe hunts, the, the memorable yeah. hunts, but um, you know that elk was. It, there, there was a lot of blood, sweat, and tears that went into that elk, you know. And he's, yeah. I, I, he couldn't. My emotions at that time were, were sky high. Look, and he's he's a three hundred inch bull. At the end of the day, you yeah. know, he nets three hundred, and, and that's that's a big bull. A lot of people are like, you know, they think a, a two fifty bull is a three hundred. It's he's a he's a legit three hundred inch bull. Yeah, he looks great. But uh, uh, like Lee said, you know, I mean, three hundred inch bull. There's a lot of three hundred inch bulls that get killed. That. that that Sika blacktail is yeah. you don't see many you, like you'll that, never right? kill you'll never no. kill yeah, you'll, you'll never to, kill uh, versus you'll see have to that send me that again. as a uh, so I can put that on cover yeah absolutely yeah. absolutely I'll put that on the cover art for our, He's, for our yep. next one for this one yep. today so that's a good that's a yep. pretty even one. even when I went out and, and hunted that or the elk or I'm yeah. send me three or four well hey, and look. we'll do a montage <laughs> of all of your you know that's perfect I got a few yeah not many but a few well you know. So the, this this one we'll title, you know, we're just going to title it, you know, the hunts to remember, you know. So, I, I mean, we've all got a few that just, you know, rank. And usually it'll be like your best buck, you know. Um, I've got one, yeah, you know, my best personal whitetail. He, he, and it was a weird hunt anyway. A lot of shit happened. It was, I, a, sh- it was a shit show to, you know, to, to quote you. Same with here. You know? With me, with, I mean, with a, what, what a whitetail. How I killed that deer is just, you know, we're gonna, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell that story, you know. But uh, we're going to start. I want to start. First off, we'll start off with uh, this. This podcast is brought to you by Cliff Cannon Realtor, Thompson Flannan Homes, uh, 601. Nine nine zero five zero seven zero or my cell six zero one five six five one zero seven zero, and it is also brought to you by Wing It Waterfowl nine eight five six eight eight four four zero seven and on Facebook. Yep. Uh, and the reason that is because uh, this is how we pay for this stuff. So mm-hmm. maybe I'll get a list. Hey, man, call me. <laughs> Help you buy some land. Uh, licensed in Mississippi and Louisiana, by the way, in case you didn't know. Um, and then, of course, we have our buddy, um, Jason Sheridan. Mm-hmm. And don't let me forget to get the proper spelling. Yeah. Or I will butcher it on nah, Facebook. Good. I will butcher that son of a gun. It's like the general. There. General Sheridan. Mm-hmm. You guys, yes, a little Civil War history for you. A little but Civil I'll, War Yeah, history. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll pass it on. Get, we might have to get Jason on, like, on the reg. Hey, that's here. okay. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's not that he, far away. No, you're not. And we yeah. get you to come up here. Of course, you're always welcome. You know, of course, you're his friend, but now yeah. you're my friend. So yeah. I just, can tell you, you're always j- welcome. Just as long as I bring ribs. <laughs> I <was about> <laughs> you don't even have to bring, you know. Kill some deer. Yeah, he does. 
<laughs> no, we'll put, you know what? Um, I, we will at some point start providing the ribs. Yeah, we, I'll the cook skills. them. Oh, yeah. You I'll bring the skills, we'll provide yeah. the ribs. Look, you know? I feel like I passed on knowledge. Like, you know, I told you. you. Yeah. Yeah, that's the great thing about cooking. Absolutely. That's what, I, hey, one thing about our podcast, man, we might talk a bunch of shit, but we eat good. Oh, right? we, oh, we do. I took eat and drink. Yeah. <laughs> picture for the cover on. I'm like, God, I'm fat. <laughs> Especially yeah, in a blaze look, orange some, shirt. It looks like you're gun hunting. Yeah, they, yeah. You know, I, I, so, so I have another blaze orange shirt, um, and this is, I'll give you something real about my about the way I hunt. I, I have never in the last probably 10 years ever put my camouflage on before I got in the woods. Mm-hmm. I walk, I mean, everything's in there. Like if you're looking out, I got that big black box in there. Everything's in the black box. Boots, everything, yeah, everything the but truck. the yeah, boat. Yep. I get in the back of the truck. I put all my clothes yep. on. I climb out of the back of the truck. You know, mm-hmm. I don't do any, I don't do anything. So, um, but I, I'm fat. I am. <laughs> I mean, I am. I'm, I'm, I'm probably 20, 25 pounds overweight and uh, out of breath all the time. I feel like I'm... Some, <laughs> You know, but uh, what I do is because I walk a lot, you know, I mean, I, I, today it's, a, it's about a half mile walk from where I parked the truck, which is a half mile off the road to the stand is about a half mile walk. So you, if you're coating, if you're toting gear, you're going to get hot. So I don't, I mean, I put, put on my pants and everything, but I never put on anything but a t-shirt. So I wear an orange t-shirt. I have two of them. I have this one and I have a long sleeve orange t-shirt and that's what I wear to and from the stand. When I get to the right before I get to the base of the tree, I'll stop and I'll reach in my pack and I'll pull out my over shirt mm-hmm, and I'll mm-hmm. put that on. Yep. And then I'm generally, you know, 50 yards or I'll get to the tree itself and I'll put that on and then I'll get in the tree. Um, and then as soon as I get out of the tree, I put all that stuff back in the pack and I wear the blaze orange T-shirt out. It's because I'm, like I said, hey, gotta, I'm hot be, and sweaty. Plus, you got to be safe too, man. When well, you crazy. do because I mean, look, <laughs> it's, it's Mississippi, right? It's, it's Mississippi, right. and you know, I, I would like to say that most of the people that we hunt with don't shoot at just whatever a, a glimpse in the woods, you know. But I mean, it's not worth taking a risk. No. And the the law says you got to have a minimum of 500 square inches. This you're, T-shirt, you're covered. And the other one have have yep. 500 square inches on them. So yep. that's that's how I that's what and this is actually you know this was the t-shirt that i would a lot of times i would pull it out of the pack and i would throw it but i have the one that's in the bag all the time yeah um it's in that box all the time and that's generally i'll take whatever i'm wearing i'll cake it off and i'll put that orange t-shirt on mm-hmm. and that's what i go to the woods in put all my stuff on then when i get out of the tree i have to put the orange t-shirt back on and i walk back to the truck it just mm-hmm. keeps me safe yeah and it's a system you know if you're if you're gonna deer hunt you gotta have a system mm-hmm. for, it, no, right? for sure Yep. So that's a little tidbit. That's not something that I do that I share all the time. But yeah, I've never, never worn my camouflage. I'm really picky like that. Not that it helps me. Yeah. Peace of mind. No? At least it, feels, it's, it sounds good. Look, it, it, yeah, it sounds good. Because like, you know, last week that freaking six point hit my freaking walk in trail and turned inside out. Just gone. In a second. And they, I, you and I, I take I take real scent precautions, you know. But one thing I didn't do last time was I did not spray my boots down last yeah. week or anything. I forgot. And sort of a hurry. I was running late. I had to take mm-hmm. a big old crap before I left. <laughs> <laughs> can't go. Can't, you, can't, you can't go in the bathroom without being. It's got to be 30 minutes on Facebook. You've all been there. You know. <laughs> all right. So <laughs> enough of that. All right. I want to hear the elk story. So the elk story of seven. Is, is that one of your most yeah. memorable? I, I, I got a couple memorable. This, Certain, one, this one's pretty good, though. Certain, oh, yeah. yeah. You know, I guess. Uh, yeah. I guess when you kind of factor it all in. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 
it's uh like i said i mean elk that was i feel like when i grew up and you know just uh like i said cut my teeth kind of in the the western pennsylvania whitetail woods and sure. to me that was that was wilderness that might have been freaking backcountry alaska being you know in 100 acres out of public land there yeah I mean, a, lot a lot of public land, land but hunting, we, right? we have like a little farm you know but i mean like i said our i say our farm and it's you know 50 acres right hunt like sure between that and like kind of neighboring property yeah 100 acres that you're hunting when you're 12 might as well be oh, freaking huge. Oh, yeah. might as well be like yellowstone national park right <laughs> like you know what i mean yeah. like it, it uh so so like i said that's where i did a lot of like cutting my teeth hunting and uh but you know you, you you pull out the magazines and you start reading the stories and it was always like for me it was always being out west and 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 the rocky mountains and you know the stories about elk hunting and you know thinking like i said i think i mentioned chuck adams like personal you know hero of always mine. had a beanie cap on yeah absolutely oh, beanie. All, always had the beanie um and even then i wasn't look i'll, I'll be on when i was 12 i wasn't i wasn't solely a bow hunter so it was yeah. any story there was like Jim Zumbo was another big guy yeah. writing articles about elk hunting and you know to me that's what um that's what uh that's like what it was to me like elk hunting getting out in elk like like the, the whole experience with it being out west being out in the mountains uh and, and so to to be honest like <laughs> You know, I, like I said, I grew up like idolizing that stuff. I talked about how kind of moved around, got back into it. And then, you know, maybe a dozen years ago or so, I realized, hey, I kind of have like I didn't do these things that I dreamed about. Like, you know, you you can do them however, you, you know, like at any time you don't need it. But I realized, like, what am I waiting for? I'm, I'm, exactly. I'm working. I, you know, I've got the money. I've it's, got the it's time. It's so easy not to cut you off, but it's so yeah. easy to push it back. Push it, it is. Back. Because well, it's like, oh, well. I, I'm sort of living proof on that because, you know, working, raising my kids. And I'm yeah. always thinking, yeah, you know, that's normal. I, I want to go out. I want to go back. I want to go back out west. I want to go kill a mule deer. I want to go kill an antelope. But I got to take care. I got to make sure that, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. maybe boy. Boys got shoes, baby girls sure, got man. a vehicle, you know, I got all it, these other things that are priorities first. Yeah. No, and it's tough, and we talked about it last time, kind of having a mentor, having somebody that, like, you know, kind of shows you things and, like... Yeah, I got mine over he, here. I'm leaving yeah. a mentor on me now. <laughs> it's good. He, he's, a good he's, a good, he's a good one to lean on, but... Uh, I you spent know, a lot of money that you don't need to spend. No, <laughs> listen I, to me. I, yeah. I'm, much Look, tight, I'm, I'm a much bigger tightwad than you. I, I, so, so, to be honest, like, back, uh, I think it was 2008, maybe? 2000, I think 2008... Um, had a colleague of mine that, uh, like I said, I worked at, at Shell, um, a guy who uh, had worked out in Colorado with, uh, we had some operations out there, worked out there. And he was like, hey, you know, we, he, he joined our team. He was, uh, he was new and we started talking about hunting. And, and, and at that time, I, believe me, I wasn't, I'm kind of strictly a bow hunter now over the last, you know, I would say six years or so. Um, but uh but back then I, it certainly wasn't i was just i was a hunter you know get out like i wanted to experience it and he uh he was like we started to hit you know like talking and he was he was into hunting he was into shooting and he was like hey we should go elk hunting and like i said this was like a dream of mine yeah, right yeah, and sure. uh we uh the long story short you know we planted elk hunt he had come from colorado he had contacts we went out there we were in uh the flat tops wilderness which is um you know big big public and public land wilderness area he had some contacts did a drop drop camp you know packed us in on horses you know eight miles it was the whole experience i mean it was everything oh, wow. you dreamed of uh we uh <laughs> 
up to that point, this was this was a dozen years ago. <clears throat> I'd yet to kill a big game animal. I mean, like I said, the, a lot of the not big, even a whitetail. Nope, not even a whitetail at that point. Okay. A, a lot of the hunting I did in Western Pennsylvania, highly pressured. Sure, you, you don't you don't see like you are lucky to see a deer when you go out, you know, and that's kind of what you do. And like I said, it comes back to like some of the camaraderie. I didn't give a shit. Like mm-hmm. I had fun being out. I had fun. Like it was exciting to me when I saw a deer and all that shit. Uh, so so I had yet to kill a big game animal. Went out elk hunting. We, uh, I remember we, we hiked up into a blind, like probably about a thousand feet above where we were camping down in a valley, looking out over like a park meadow, you know, kind of area. It it was like the shit you saw on TV, like fucking, this was a drop camp. So you didn't have a guide that kind of, that kind of told you like, Hey, maybe go check out this spot, go here. We went to one of the spots they checked out or, or, you know, they mentioned and, uh, sat there. It was like seven 30, you know, like light, just getting light. And all of a sudden for for those that haven't been elk, aren't quiet animals, right? They're not like, they're not freaking whitetail. You get a herd of elk moving through like some timber you're gonna freaking hear elk and right so it's like just getting light and we're like sitting there we're kind of like ducked in looking over this park and it's like oh shit uh, like i hear animals right uh and sure enough like clockwork freaking herd of elk just move out feet out right across the park and uh saw the first legal bull you know this is public land colorado four you, point on each side yeah get, yep. getting getting to what you said four, four points on one side cliff getting what do you said like first north. first legal elk shoot it i'm like all right fuck it i'm, I'm like <laughs> look i saw him to me for a guy that at that point hadn't like i hadn't killed anything you know outside of freaking small game i'm like all right yep fucking here it is <laughs> and uh fucking you know let the rifle eat and sure enough watch him fall and and that was it right like that was at that point absolutely hooked and it was it was incredible it was wild and and uh you know uh, that that was the first big game animal I, i killed and i was hooked on elk hunting and it became for me like okay now i gotta kill one with a bow right like i've always i kind of bounced back and forth between rifle hunting and bow hunting now i gotta kill one with a bow and uh like I said, there were, um, before I actually finally killed one with the bow, seven elk hunts that, that kind of led up to that point, right? And it was, um, you know, we're not going to rehash all seven, but it was, I mean, I will tell you, it was everything from... I went to uh, went to to Idaho. I think two years later with a buddy of mine that I worked with, and uh, I mean I remember like it, it was. It's not a high density area. Wolves had just been kind of like reintroduced, and and the elk were a bit. They weren't as vocal. It was. It's the kind of place. It's really thick. Uh, you, you can't. There's no spot in stock. You, you, you sound like you was in North Idaho. It's exactly where I was. Uh, exactly. It's like finding a needle in a haystack, right? Like sure. you got to find it. And uh, you know, long story short, we kind of came up on one. We we both set up because it's like a two on one. We were hunting with a guide, yeah, an outfitter. You know, he's like, okay, all right, we we got one bugling. You could tell he was interested, like. He set up here, I set up here, just happened to freaking walk in front of him instead of me, right? And he shot it, and it was like, uh, and that was it. That was kind of our only chance, but but I was hooked. And, uh, you know, so from that, 
year later, I drew a once in a lifetime tag in New Mexico. And uh, that's where I, you know, to me, that's like, it's the curse of a good tag where yeah. you don't have experience. You don't know how to hunt yet. Oh, so you, I, I didn't know how to great hunt. Tag, I, I didn't absolutely to, didn't know how to hunt yeah. yet. And the guy that, that I went with, my buddy uh, Grizz Montoya, mm -hmm. again, shout out to Grizz, uh, just an awesome guy. Uh, you know, six days and... Uh, I mean, it was everything from, you know, first evening, you got a herd of 30 elk around you and you're, you're freaking like, like there's a bull that's probably 300 inches, but I've seen, I've seen literally bigger right here and he's there at 30 yards and like, I'm not going to pull the trigger just yet. I've got six days left to go once in a lifetime tag. Yeah. And, uh, you know, long story short, like that's kind of you know maybe the best opportunity that was I had. Your chance, yeah. yeah, and 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 on that hunt, I actually um, that was I'll tell you that was the first animal I I, I let an arrow fly at and uh, shot an elk back on the last day, and and rainstorm came through right after I shot him. Never, you know, didn't have good blood. He had another hunter coming in after me, and it was just like all all these factors kind of you know played into it. You know, long story short, never recovered the animal and and uh, all that. But I, but I will say, like in that experience, I've been hunting technically up to that point for probably 20 30 years right like i mean it was maybe 20 years right 12 years old i was probably mm -hmm. in my early 30s uh I, more like experiences and encounters in that six days than i had up until like you know the 20 years i hunted up at yeah. that point right so a lot of learning and then uh you know like i said just uh just one hunt after another with elk where it was uh like I said, either kind of being a little bit more on my own, right? Not being guided, being out there and trying to kind of figure things out on my own. And, and you know, that's a different learning experience when you don't have somebody super experienced right next to you. And then, uh, you know, other ones where, like I said, th th there was another one where um, shot an elk coming in. I was actually hunting with, so so being the guide Grizz, we, we kind of remained friends after that hunt. We would go out and actually hunt together. We, he wouldn't guide me. We would hunt separately and sometimes we'd kind of come together we'd stay together and hunt uh and uh like there was one hunt where it was the last day we decided to kind of team up on the last day I, I took him to a spot that like i said i had found found elk i said come here you know we'll go here sure enough we kind of get into him right away we let out a freaking you know bugle nothing cow call all of a sudden elk bugles from up the ridge and it was just like you could tell if you've been elk hunting shit was on mm. right like it was on and uh he's like all right stay here stay here and i mean i'm talking it's just like a little finger ridge i bail off off the ridge like 20 yards he he jumps down like like 20 yards from me i mean yeah i say 20 50 yards from me back sets up like one of those montana decoys right starts cow calling and, and grizz i mean grizz Grizz has got a lot. Grizz has killed a lot of elk. Like he is, he used to guide everybody back in the day. Um, he's experienced, right? So I'm like, I'm like, this is perfect. Right? Like I'm set up. I can hear he this. He ain't guiding, but he's guiding. No, he's right. It, it turned into he ain't guiding, but yeah, it's just like a buddy. Like you know, you he's I, buddy, and he wants you. To you, be you talk about Wayne raking a yeah. raking a. You know, it's like that. It's all of a sudden we're we're like in it together and it teamwork, right? That's right. And uh, so he's like he's setting up for me and freaking. I bail off twenty yards. He he gets uh, <clears throat> he jumps down the ridge fifty yards, starts calling, sets up the decoy i'm looking up the ridge where we hear the bugle and all of a sudden i see legs 
I'm like, oh, like this is fucking <laughs> textbook. Like even mine. This is like five elk hunts into it, right? Like I'm like, finally, I'm I'm fucking. This elk is coming down the spine of this ridge. He's gonna be 20 yards. I'm fucking tucked away. It's like, fixing that. It's happening. This is this, this is like on the video. The, yeah, this it's is like it's a primo's video. It's a primo's video. Yeah, That's exactly the truth, man. what it was. The truth. No, this is how this is how it said it. Like this shit doesn't happen. I've been on enough yeah. elk hunts to go. This doesn't happen every day, right? He he sets up that elk coming down, and I see him. He's twenty. He doesn't know I'm here. He's looking at the decoy. I draw back. It's I'm like this is this is game time now. He's walking, and I'm like, like I'm not gonna stop him. He's not. He's twenty yards away. I mean, this is a chip shot, right? Like you talk about shooting quarters at you know. Like I'm like, it may not be the greatest shot, yeah, but, but Jason, I can. I've seen Jason I, shoot. He's a like, good shot. I, like twenty yards. This is nothing, right? Nah. So I'm freaking. I'm there. I'm like, all right, right at the heart. Like I'm and I'm aiming. I release. That elk's right in front of me, twenty yards away, and it was like the arrow just took a right turn like as that elk was kind of moving in front of me and and like but what but what i mean that that elk was moving from my right to left and uh where i held like that arrow impacted like a foot back from where i was aiming well, they they take such big strides uh, you know so i so look you, you talk about they take big strides uh, i'm an engineer right so like i start i start doing the math later. you should be able to figure that <laughs> yeah, out right yeah. but but i didn't think of it ahead of time this is one of those things right learning experiences i start thinking about it after and i'm like i'm like well shit like okay like well, how fast does the average person move you know you walk like four miles an hour what is that in terms of feet per second you're like oh that's like a foot per second uh i'm like okay this elk even he's not running in but he's coming in fast maybe a little faster than what he's moving i'm 20 yards away i'm this distance my bow's shooting this fast like all of a sudden you realize like holy shit like that that point of aim can move like a foot and a half two feet even at 20 yards if he's just moving at like you know the pace that we're kind of walking yeah, or a little faster walking pace it's like shit like that right so long story short shot i mean it was like a complete pass through but you could tell it wasn't where i was aiming I, at the end of the day i don't know what what i hit freaking rainstorm moved in like right after i lot. shot i mean it, yep. it, a lot of those it, random it, showers in, in the mountains you never know what kind of weather you're gonna get you know and so yep. like that it was one of those ones where like even when you think it is this is a done deal this can't be any easier this is a slam dunk you screw it up you know what i mean yeah yeah and so so I had all that as kind of like a backdrop to, to this elk. And it was, uh, drew a great tag in, in New Mexico. Um, was hunting with, uh, hunted with an outfitter that I hunted with before. Um, it's not a high density elk unit. You don't see a lot of elk, but high quality. A lot of, lot of <laughs> like, like, you know, this elk, like I said, he's a 300 inch bull. You see a 300 inch bull. He's a young bull too. He is. Like he's, he's great. Like a 300 inch bull is a big bull. If you, if you mm -hmm. haven't shot an elk, seen an elk, they're big, but he is, he's, he's definitely on the younger side for the unit. There's definitely more quality. Uh, you know, we had been hunting, I think about six days at that point and uh, spotted this bull with a couple other bulls. They were together and, uh, 
you know, maybe about 500 yards away, just kind of started to make a play and, and use the terrain, kind of sneak in. These are the kind of things you learn after, uh, you know, after a bit of experience, right? Got into uh, to about, you know, I don't know, I would say uh, maybe 100 yards. And he set up the same thing. Like, you never know how this is going to play out. He set out a decoy, started calling, um, you know, uh, ripping off some cow calls and, and uh you never know it could work couldn't sure it got lucky it worked they you could see him i was set up and he freaking came in on a string this was like another primos video and you you learn all those uh all those uh things you know from before and so i'm set up i'm ready uh you know draw back the the elk comes by 25 yards initially right into the the calling and the decoy like he had set up um take a shot the elk's quartering away uh, i would say 25 yards shot him a little further back than what i wanted to and this uh can't remember if lee mentioned it this this podcast is the last one but uh shot him at 25 I, I mean i'm convinced the first shot was fatal he ran out to about 75 yards and stopped and we're kind of in a clearing i can see him clear as day it's uh you know the area you're hunting is kind of like big volcanic slope there's not a lot of like thick cover mm -hmm. um there's a lot of juniper and pinion so if you're like it's there, there's cover to hide elk but if you're in them you can kind of like it's it's pretty open he ran out about 75 yards and stopped and uh i, I run one of those tight spot seven arrow quivers i'm like well oh, fuck he's, he's stopped right there i mean like i got an arrow in him i think it's fatal but they always, if you can put another arrow in him, put another arrow in him. And that's exactly what I was thinking. He, nope. he ain't down. Don't hesitate. Nope. Grabbed an arrow. And 75, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't range him. I didn't dial. I didn't do anything. I just like kind of eyeballed it. And uh, my bottom pin was set for 60. Kind of held right at the top of his back. I think the first arrow went right under him. He's standing there like a 3D target, right? He, uh, he didn't move. I, I didn't hit him with the, the next arrow. The next arrow, freaking let it rip, you know, held a little higher, shot him again. Like, he didn't move. Like, it hit him full pass through. Literally, like he shoots it. Did, like, like a 3D <laughs> target didn't move. I'm like, okay, shit, grabbed another one. I think we're on arrow four now. Like, rushed the shot maybe a little bit, shot right under him. He's still standing there like a 3D buck. Missed him. Fifth arrow. Like, he's just standing there, not moving. I mean, clearly hurt, clearly, you know, just yep. just not doing well. Uh, but he ain't down, so we got He's not down, so we're going to let arrows go. And, he, I mean, again, <laughs> he's just moving. The only time he moved, I shot him with the fifth arrow, hit him, hit him squarely. Uh, <laughs> I think the sixth arrow I missed. The seventh arrow shot was holding, like, right aiming at the back leg. And, again, I didn't dial. I just kept, like – kind of kept rushing the shots because like at some point he's gonna move yeah, you but he like did panic mode yeah a little, a little bit, bit right like shooting seven arrows at an animal that's like <laughs> looks like a pincushion exactly the the last uh i think it was the sixth arrow that actually hit his off leg it just went under the brisket hit his off leg the only thing he did was lift that off leg up and then stuck it right back down. Wow. And that was he must it. have been hurting really, he was, really bad. He was dead on his like feet. Like you said, man, the first shot was... No, nah, he was dead on his feet. Yeah. I mean, and, and that's it. And he went about another... Like I said, he went 75 yards, came back about 10, 20 yards, laid down, laid there for, you know, 15, 20 minutes, and then, 
you know, the head went sideways and, and that was it. And it was, uh, the yeah, L curse was, over. it was, the L curse was over. And you start to think about, like I said, all those, like, I mean, just all like the blood, sweat and tears that went into like that moment. It was, uh, all the sacrifice that got you right. There. Absolutely. Absolutely. And That's all the right. learning moments, you know, and like I said, I mean, at the end of the day, maybe it didn't, it, I would have loved to have shot him right away. One arrow, have him go down, you know, 15 seconds. One, bring me a glass. I want to try that stag. Yeah, All absolutely. Right. You got one? Mm, I might have to run in the house, but I'm going to run in the one. Yeah, we'll get one. But that that's uh you know that's that's one memory that sticks out just just because of what I put into elk hunting up to that point. Yeah. So this was know? seven years. Yeah, that's seven elk hunts yeah, with a bow and arrow. Over, over how many years? So then I would but, say um yeah more than more than seven years because I mean you I make one every year. I didn't make one every year, close. But um you know I'm trying to think. The first one I went on was 2008. The uh, that hunt happened 2019, so you know it doesn't you know the ten years or so that yeah. uh, that, well, that went it, into it's it. It's easy. You could have very easily said, obviously not meant to kill an elk, and just <laughs> move on to we, easier targets. We, or, or, you know. we we talked about it last time. I'm like, well, fuck, maybe you know. And in in that time frame, like I said, the first one I went on. I shot with my uh, rifle, and I was like, it was over. It was textbook. It was easy. It wasn't it wasn't a big bull, but it was, it was easy shot another one another pretty decent bull 300 inch bull or so um with my rifle you know during that time period and then i started uh devoting myself to just the bow with uh with elk at that point and like i said it's uh yeah i mean there's plenty of moments where you're like fuck fuck this <laughs> like, oh, it's it. like i, I, I know how it is with that. uh with shooting uh you know with shooting them with a rifle it's fucking yeah. hard with a bow right yeah i think that you know for for some people the challenge is is just you know that you raise that level that the level of difficulty you know is and i think a lot of people think well what do you mean you draw it back you point and you shoot sharp stick goes in the animal it dies it's, it's not that complicated it's so much more complicated oh absolutely and so I, I put it like on the same level like I got some buddies and they are really into the long range stuff mm -hmm. you know I mean they want him 400 400 is too close yeah you know they want those dudes out there six seven hundred yards away and, and because God don't fill it up <laughs> whatever you do don't fill it up <laughs> Gee, I just wanted to try it. A Hoyt glass. Yeah, there That'll you work go. right there. Yep. What do we got here? I got a Hoyt glass full of misses. No wonder. You know, <laughs> full of misses. <laughs> from, from the guy who just missed a deer. That thing. Yeah. Uh, no, you, you talking about that. And look, there's a lot of skill that goes that's into good. shoot. That's good, right? Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Checking the aftertaste. Go ahead. I'm not a huge whiskey fan. Take it. Well, take your time. Enjoy it. You get a good, you know, you get the nose on it. So. Yeah, it's got a nose on it. It's it's, it really does. I'm not a connoisseur of whiskeys. I generally yeah. just drink it to get hammered, but. <laughs> <laughs> It'll do that, too. It'll, It'll so, yeah. certainly yeah. do that, yeah. won't it? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. No, well, that's you, not bad. You know, and, and, and you talk about it. I mean, there's different, there's different, there's a different skill set involved in all of this. It is not it is. easy. Like, I, I do a lot of shooting, too, in, in my spare time with rifles. Not yep. not necessarily hunting, but I do, like I still love firearms and, and do a lot of training it <laughs> pulling off a shot at those distances I, 
that's, there's skill involved. Like, that's don't right. get me wrong, but it's a different level of skill. And the thing, the thing that I love about bow hunting is when you start talking about bow hunting skill, you, you're you're bringing the animal senses into play. That's mm-hmm. exactly right. right. Yeah. And it's yeah. not just hard like, to duck a bullet. It, yeah. It, look, it's it's hard to shoot something at 700 yards, that's right? right. That's right. But that's all it is, right? Like when you're talking about shooting something at 10 yards, 20 yards. Well, the trick is it's freaking a lot easier to get something at 700 yards, inside 700 yards, than it is to get something inside 20. Well, you're taking away their senses at that point. You are. I mean, but but the skill set that's required to make that shot and make it ethical is a whole skill set. Understanding wind, understanding the ballistics, uh, understanding drop rates and all those things. Like I said, it's a different skill set. Different and it's not set. it's not easy, but it's it's a different skill set. And, right. and the one I don't know, you, you know a lot of that like a lot of you talk the, the the skills that you talk about there too. It's um you have a little time to figure that out at 700 yards. Yeah, I can, can I can there and I can figure out my dope. I can what's the wind distance doing? What's the you know, I can dial that in when you're at 20 yards from an animal you know yeah, like most of the time this morning 35 you yards only walking have, away at a, at no. a steady clip well, yeah and you, you have know, a fraction of a of, second he's out of my life in 15 seconds yeah. that, mm-hmm. that whole thing happened in 15 seconds yep yeah from the time that i saw uh, him to the time that i missed him was 15 seconds and that's that's one of those learning points too you know we talk about it like you, you talk about the uh the cloth and the glove that got in the way of the shot and you know what you can you can you can practice that and you can be like look i'm not i'm not gonna i'm either gonna practice it or i'm gonna think about taking my stuff right, off I, yeah generally but, i would have in time i probably would have pulled that mask down exactly before i grabbed but, my bow but you know what you know? practice can't simulate that that shit's all gonna go down in 10 12 seconds that's and then right. it's like you know what like oh shit i wanted to do all these things but you know but what there was no time for i never i didn't there have a no chance right and that's like those are the things that i it's it's hard to learn without experience and and that's where bow hunting like that's why you a have a lot of freaking learning yeah yeah i mean that's why yep. that's why deer do haunt your dreams because yep. it happened in 35 seconds yep you know where it happened you know he was there yep and you were on your phone and you heard something and you looked up and he was working the scrape you know, and now you're screwed because, you know, we've all had those, you know, I've probably, I would think the cell phone is, is probably saved more deer lives. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> you yeah. know? Facebook, Facebook, everybody's on Facebook. Facebook. <laughs> you know, well, <laughs> well, no matter what you're, I mean, I don't care if you're, you're playing a game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's, you know, it's, 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 I, I remember, um, uh, it's a one that got away really. It's, it, but it, but it goes back to, to not paying attention to your stand. Um, some years ago, it was late December or something. I was at my dad-in-law's place, something on his place, and or the fence row. So I got up in this, got up on this stand by this fence row, and I had a stand hung there. And uh, it was during the rut, and I, I I loved to read, so I pulled this book out. And I, I, it was just I was enthralled in this book. I mean, generally I would read, you know, you read a paragraph or you kind of look around or a, a page, bit. and then you look around a little bit, you know, check your surroundings, and you flip, you know, you read a little bit more, you look around. Man, I was enthralled in this book. I mean, I was so freaking caught up in what was going on in this passage that I would just read a page and flip it, and read a page and flip it, and read a page and flip it, and then it dawned on me as I was reading that I kept hearing a grunt. And I looked up, literally, I'm talking about looked up, not looked around behind me, looked up. And this freaking buck is walking down the fence row grunting with every step. He literally walked all the way through my shooting lane grunting. And I was too damn busy reading this book and let him walk 30 yards by me. 
And by the time I realized what had happened, he was gone. Too late. Yeah. I don't even know exactly how big he was. I could just tell. I mean, it was a buck, and I knew he had antlers. I could see his antlers through the trees. But he had walked through my shooting lane at 30 yards while I'm reading a freaking book. I couldn't believe I let that happen to me. Yeah. And then it's even worse now. You get on your phone. You're like, you know, you're constantly. I catch myself doing that now. I'm the same way, man. Like you get, I'm always checking this, looking at reference pictures for ducks or something or whatever it is, and I'm just not focused. I think the best thing is that you know because it was cold this morning, you're not going, you're not on the phone because your hands will freeze. You know, it was 40, 38, 40 degrees Mm -hmm. this morning, so you're on, you're not on your phone playing, you know, doing playing these games because your hands are cold. So you know, hands were in the hand warmer. You know, I was just sitting there, you know, just sort of staring, you know looking around and he just you know popped up and i knew he would i mean when you're hunting the edges of these cutovers and stuff you don't see him coming now if it's if it's dry you might hear him bumping around or moving around through the bushes you know and give you a little warning like uh, the other day i those does um excuse me those does the other day i heard them coming 15 minutes before they got there i could just hear him moving around in the cutover you know so i was already in position you know bow's already in my hand just in case it's a buck, you know, I said, oh, it's does, hang the bow back up, put my hands back in my pockets, you know, because if not, going to sling an arrow. Can't, I can't have my bow in my hand on anything I'm not going to shoot. Absolutely not. Can't do it. But, yeah, so, yeah, I mean, I've done that. So, I think that I think that <laughs> a lot of deer have lived because people are too busy on their cell phone, you know, <laughs> paying, not paying attention it, to what they're doing. It's tough. I, look, I – Well, you get bored, <laughs> oh, you know. Yeah, I look – I hadn't found a tree stand I can't fall asleep in. <laughs> like, uh, you know, yeah. that's between that and, you know, that's you sit there. I don't there. like that climber. That's why I like my summit. That suit's comfortable. Oh, yeah. You can get up in that oh. summit climber. You can settle in, man, get your feet just right, put your head down. The next thing you know, you're knocked out. Yeah. We, Four we, hours later, you wake up. Oh, <laughs> we were talking about I've never about slept that long, but I'm sure you could. It's, you know, it's a little bit of a mixed bag, I would say, too. Like, we were talking about the, I shot a, uh, I was out in California early in the year, took a pretty cool uh, blacktail, I think we were talking about. Yeah, we'll uh, yeah, we'll post some pictures. Deer. But, look, I think I, I had some long sits, but part of the reason I had some long sits is because it was comfortable. I wasn't, you know, I, I could. sit there. Yeah, you know, and it's it's tough because you got periods of time where, look, there there's nothing happening and you can't. It's really hard to stay a hundred percent on a hundred percent of the time if you're sitting. This is this is July. Yeah, that's the, right. The, it's that, hot. The, it's hot. The days, the sun rises. You know, five in the morning. Yeah, you it, sends, it sets at ten o'clock at night. Nine sit, o'clock at night. You can easily sit in a blind or like a stand or whatever it is for fourteen, fifteen, 15 hours. hours. A day. You cannot. Yes, that's you, a long. Day no, time. you cannot yeah. sit there one hundred percent of the time, focused. You know, with your A game on. So it's that's um, exactly right. You no, have. it's it's you, you're gonna have some times where you gotta you, you gotta let your mind wander. You gotta. Mm-hmm. You got to recover. You got to, you know, and uh, it, it's how you uh, how you're able to do that. But at the same time, you know, kind of stay stay in it. Right. Like stay stay ready to go. Yeah, you got to be able to go from here to here. Yep. Up, exa- down, exactly. Down. Constantly. Yep. Eyes are constantly moving. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it's a, it's a problem for me, too. It's a problem for everybody. You know, when I went to Texas, I was access hunting. Um, well, the last day I hunted. Um, let's see. I got there. We got got in the stand. I hunted that morning, and then I moved stand. We hunted till like ten o'clock, and then we moved to another stand. And we were actually leaving, going out, and uh, we had went and looked at a pond because it was hot, and you know they were coming to water. And we went down this little chute, and there was like forty of them down this draw. 
And I was like, put me out right here. And he's like, dude, you don't want to go back? It was like 10 o'clock in the morning. I was like, no, put me out right here, right now. I was like, I can, I, I, I can set a stand right here. So I had my saddle with me. And he had never seen anything like that, you know. Yeah, he's well, probably used to setting like a like a ground blind yeah they said it's something sit in that a takes like hours or a to get set up i was like dude i can I, i'm gonna i'm gonna let me see if i can find a tree i'm gonna get in a tree i freaking went through that freaking gap and i went up and i found me one of them live oaks in that bottom and dude in about five minutes he said i ain't never seen a setup like that man i had that freak i pulled that three-step eighter out man i had that dude up in that tree and three steps later i was 15 foot high in that and I, that was a 10 and a half hour sit that day from 10 o'clock until um, until dark 10.30 till dark, you know, and I'd already hunted that morning from, mm. you know, till about nine. Um, I put some hours in a stand. I mean, I put some hours in a stand. I, and I ain't gonna lie to you, from about 10 to, from about 12 to maybe 12.30, I took a nap. I did, I settled, I sat down in that <laughs> son of a gun, put my little back band on, and I freaking took me a power nap, because, I mean, I was just exhausted, you know. It I, all it, sounds easy, like, oh, I'm a, I'm, I'll hunt all day, until you actually sit all day. <laughs> yeah, an yeah. all-day sit will freaking, yeah, like, I've done some all-day sits. We there. did the antelope I, thing, like, two years ago, me, Wayne, and Brad, and it was, again, it was, like you said, it was August, so, mm -hmm. like, you know, gets gets daylight kind of early, stays daylight long, you know, and, and you sitting in this, in, in this ground blind, Bacon in the damn sun, waiting for him to come to water. Yeah, yeah, for like I think I counted it was like pushing sixteen hours. Uh, we were sitting in the state oh. in the blind. Yeah. And, and I mean, I you, we, like for me, for my back, my back problems, yeah, yeah. man. Sit, I'm well, gonna see, to, I gotta bring a recliner. This wasn't what, I comfortable. We was kind of like it, it wasn't bad because we was in a ground blind. You had a lot of room. I had an ice chest. But like, I mean, because you had to, it was so damn hot. Yeah, I mean, yep, it was, got plenty of we had like tw 10, 12 waters, mm -hmm. a couple Gatorades, whatever it was, like food, snacks. I mean, it was an all day affair. And I mean, you sat in there. I mean, it literally felt like, I mean, it was 16 hours. It felt like it was 30 hours. Oh, it felt like, you know? yeah, it's like a week. And I did that yeah. for three days yeah. straight before I shot my buck yeah. the, the third night. <laughs> and Wayne shoots his like the first eight hours he's back at the hotel man what's taking y'all so long like, son of a bitch fuck that sounds just like Wayne the, yeah. you're like why aren't you done yet the only, the only thing that helped us was is like it's really open you can see a mm -hmm. lot you know yeah. and like it, we seen I seen antelope pretty much all day it, it always you know, helps so it was always kind of like yeah, eh, right. well, shit might yeah. come in yeah. but it's still yeah. but, man, you know, it's the, but if you're not slow if it's slow like you said and you're I I would rather be hiking around like I said I would rather be in a place where I'm on my feet mm -hmm. you know we talk about some of the Kodiak or you know being yeah. out west where you're you're Actively moving honey. you're active you're, yeah, you're like okay look there's a ridge I can walk over to that like that's Oh, give me that all day versus yeah. no just yeah. just like sit there tree stand. No. Sit no. Th that is you, that is some of the hardest hunting some, you can do the, I, I don't in my opinion it takes some discipline yeah, to do it. Some, absolutely in my opinion some of the toughest hunters are the whitetail hunters yeah it might not be physical, but like mentally sitting in a, in a blunt, like for the rut, like those Midwest it's a, it's a guys do, they're sitting game. there a week straight every day, daylight to dark. Yeah. I mean, even my I hunt, can't do yeah, that. I didn't. I didn't do an all day sit, but we would hunt from daylight till about. 11:30, and then by one o'clock we were back in a stand mm -hmm. one you know one by we were in a stand mm -hmm. by 1 30 most times you know and so you're looking at you know six eight hour you know i mean what getting daylight around six o'clock you know six thirty. it was getting daylight so your daylight this is there till you know 11 so that's six hours and you turn around and you hunt from one till five you know 5 30 you know so you're getting another five hours four hours and it's 
Dude, it was hard. Yes, right. I mean, it's hard on you to do it. You know, it is. And then there you're walking, you know, it's a mile and a half in, mile and a half out, mile and a half in. So, you you know, you're putting on three to five miles every day just yeah. walking, you know, and then you're getting in a stand. So, I, you know, and I, I did do, I did one hunt from, uh, I, I came in late and I hunted from eight o'clock till dark. Long sit, you know, and that saddle's comfortable. It's it's comfortable enough that I can do it, you know. Um, but it it makes for it's hard to stay wired because that was a, that was a slow day too. I mean, I saw a deer, I saw that that buck that the in the shade, you know, in, well within the one in the uh, fog, you know, I saw that buck, I saw a spike, and I saw some does, and then it was dead. Yeah, I mean, dead until five o'clock that afternoon. Yeah. You know, I it mean, makes it, it tough. No, to be in the stand and be wired in look, case one comes through. You, it's amazing what what seeing animals. You know, like that, to your psyche. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I sit. I sit twenty four hours. If you know, oh, yeah, if you see shit, shit coming on, insane. right? But with nothing, it's yeah. Yeah. you go six, eight, ten hours. Uh, you don't see any shit. Sometimes I go two hours. I'm like, man, yeah. the coffee's gonna be good. <laughs> if it's, I can make some eggs. If it's cold outside. <laughs> <laughs> like, closing the eyes or I'm like my feet are getting cold my toes are getting cold I'm freaking I'm ready to walk mm-hmm. yeah, the discipline I mean I didn't I, even this morning I didn't really even want to get up this morning I mean you know, my back's hurting I hadn't slept good the last three or four days but I kept saying you know well you finally got weather too it's so one you, of the it's a good weather day. Mm-hmm. now yeah if it'd been 70 or 65 degrees this morning I'm probably not going hunting because it's just not good weather to hunt but I was just sitting there and I was thinking man you know it's it's good weather we just had the front come through. It's not going to be raining this morning. And, you know, I say every time we close one of these, I say the same thing. You can't kill him on the couch, which is your mantra for get your ass up because yeah. you got to go in the woods. You cannot no, be a successful hunter if you won't go in the woods. It's, it's, it's funny because uh, <clears throat> I feel like a lot of the hunts, you know, that we talk about that, that, that we do. A lot of the hunts that, that I do, you're, you're out in the woods, right? You're you're living out. You're literally, in the woods. yeah. You're not. You're, you're, you're not at the house. Out. There's you no place to do. There go is on. no couch, right? That's so like that, annoying. I'm at the yeah. I'm at the hotel. I'm not going to hang out in the hotel. I'm go, I'm here to hunt. I'm going to hunt. But but even at the hotel, like I, I think about like a, a, a mountain goat hunt in British Columbia or some shit like that. You know, you're yeah, you in a tent. You're in a tent. You're you're freaking. You're there's nothing. You're in a tent, right? So yeah. like you don't have there. There is no. There, there are no, there are no distractions, right? Like you're like, yeah. All right, this is it. There's like no soft couch. It is really sit when you're sitting around and you're in a comfy lodge and a comfy hotel and your house, whatever. That shit makes it hard. That's, that's it. Almost why, makes hey, look, it harder to get out. That's like, why I struggle lately. It's, like just in all honesty, like man, when I'm at home. I still hunt a lot here. No, we don't. Uh, and, and normally I do. Normally I do. This year with the baby, it's no, a little different. See that? But like, look seriously. Normally, it's interesting. I can I, I hunt pretty. Like if yeah. I go out of state, man, yeah. it's game on. Oh yeah, you're hard. You're no, hard that's it. Yeah, but when I'm home, because it's limited. Here. It's a limited. There's a lot of, of distractions. Yeah. You're like, I, you know what? I'll just do this tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Like you know, maybe yeah. maybe it's a little warmer. Like you I know, like, you, like whatever. Yesterday was or last time we we recorded, I was telling you, I was like, man, it's like. I sit in a stand behind my house and it's like shit I'm sitting there and 
if I, you know, just say like a three hour sit, you know, I'm like, fuck, man, I could be in my shop mounting something or whatever it is. So that's, it's yeah, a struggle. I get it. It's a I do struggle get it. That, I do get it because yeah. I feel the same thing. Look, I can be in a stand and look at it. I could be prospecting for a lead. I could be, I could be talking to a potential client. I could be checking email. I can be doing a lot of things. <laughs> but the one thing I'll say is those things will all be there yeah. when I get out of the woods. Oh, you right. My window yeah. is sharp. narrow. Yeah. And especially like in the South, you know, yeah. I love to deer hunt down here, but let's be realistic. It is a, you have a three-month season, and you have ten, five, yeah, five, five or six ten days. good days <laughs> mm-hmm. in that three-month season yeah. that it's right, you know? Now, if we get a cold spell, and it stays cold the week of, of Christmas, <laughs> between Christmas and New Year's, some deer will hit the ground <laughs> because they're going to get up. It's already the rut, and they're going to get a move. But if it's 70 degrees, which is what it's looking like it's going to be, 70 degrees, a lot of that's happening at night. And, you know, so you've got a limited window. Today was a day my back hurts. I have not slept well for the last I- couple of nights. I can find a thousand excuses not to get out of that bed. It's tough. But when that alarm clock went off at 345, I freaking rolled out that dude and I went and made me a cup of coffee, you know, and started getting my stuff ready to go. I have, like, I I struggle more with that. I I go up to Pennsylvania, right? Like every, um, I usually go up around Thanksgiving and it's right around the, the rifle hunting opener. The rifle hunting opener, it used to always be the Monday after Thanksgiving. They moved it to the Saturday after Thanksgiving, but, but it's right around Thanksgiving mm-hmm. and uh, I'll go up there for, uh, you know, just, I mean, some of us thought like I go visiting family doing Thanksgiving yeah. together. I love being up there that time of year. But and the nostalgia, the of nostalgia it. of deer camp and coming together ahead that's of the right. rifle, like the rifle opener. That's the big deal. When I, when I was a kid growing up, up there literally monday which was the the deer opener monday after thanksgiving was a statewide holiday yeah because kids didn't go to school the kids didn't go to school so they just made it a holiday because of the deer season opener right like that's the hunting culture can you i mean can, you know it's like it's huge so i would uh so so like i still go up there you know and it's like it, it's fun for me because we still have like a deer camp and we still have uh you know and, and i get to like i get to share some of these other hunts i've met on and stories and you do the cooking and you do all that you know all the shit we talked about right and uh it's like i'll tell you this year i went up there and uh it was cold and it was snowy and i'm like all right i kill i kill my black tail like <laughs> earlier in the year i just shot a, i just killed a freaking buck down in texas like a couple weeks ago it's cold i'm like and you know what? <laughs> I'm gonna sleep. I'm like, it's freaking tough. Like, it, look, if I if that if I was in the same conditions and I was stuck on a mountain, like in you know the Northwest Territories hunting yeah. sheep or something like, ah, fuck that. Like, I I wouldn't like I'd be out hunting. Like, yeah, I'd be like break, fucking yeah, tough it up. Like, yeah, this is the right. shit. Yep. It's freaking tough when you get like the comforts of home is, and the man, comforts of yeah. all that shit. That's it a is. look. It's a fucking struggle. <laughs> but you gotta go. I mean, you, you, you do. You gotta you get can't out shoot there. him from the couch, and, right? And look, yeah, no, it's the truth. I'm guilty of that lately. Like, 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 like I said, man. Well, you do uh, have just some excuses. Like, I'm gonna give you grief, but you know, I mean, you got excuses. But, but in this year, I do. But normally, I am that guy that I would get fucking smashed the night before, like throwing cornhole oh, we or whatever it is. Hammered. And I would wake up the next morning <laughs> and I felt like shit, but I still would go. God, I'll never. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I remember sitting in the stand many times. It's like, <laughs> man, I'm about to puke. You know, and, and, but 
<laughs> now I just sleep in on this guy. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's it. Like, whatever. I don't give a shit. Yeah. Come look at my trophy room. I killed shit. shit. When I was young, and this is a deer camp story, it's got kind of social pawpaw being, you know, in his 60s and 70s as we were coming on up, you know, he would, he, he, he might, he'd have a beer, you know, and then he'd have a glass of milk with his supper and that when he was done. Five minutes later, he's gone. He, he's in the bedroom, <laughs> yeah. you know. He's watching a movie till he falls asleep, you know. And we're all out there in the big room because like the camp had a 20 by 20 living room. So basically like this is the living room mm-hmm. in the kitchen and there was rooms off the side. So we'd sit out there and we're playing cards till two, three o'clock in the morning, getting drunker and shit. Papa will roll out of bed at four o'clock and come down the hall. You get your asses up out of this damn bed. You didn't come here to freaking drink all and sleep. You get your ass. And he'd be turning on lights, making. He'd, making oh, you you going to get up. You going to get your ass out of that damn bed. He'd get your ass up out of that bed. You didn't come in here to freaking play cards and drink all night. We're going to deer hunt in the morning. That's it. Yeah, he'd roll us out of bed at 4 35 o'clock and he'd have the fire going. He'd be sitting there with a cup of coffee. And everybody who comes stumbling out of there would got an earful. Yeah. Everyone of us got us mostly a good oh, how stupid we are <laughs> and we would do it again you, about night. Say, you never learn you know yeah, we, yeah, would, we, we, we did that that would be friday night we do it again on saturday night get the yeah. same ear full on sunday and then the next weekend we do it over again uh, and we hey, get the same well earful. that's it everybody settles into their roles right? uh, <laughs> exactly yeah uh, we get we get yeah. in trouble all the time with him he get your ass out of them beds he's sleeping in here all night he tell you, if you if you come up here to do that, don't even come up here. Yeah. <laughs> don't, don't even come up here. So, yeah, those are the memories of those. No, you know, for not, sure. not not just the memorable hunts, but the memories of mm-hmm. you know. The, that all goes back to like you said, like just the deer camp, the, the nostalgia, yeah, the, of the, deer deer camp, whole, the whole vibe. Unfortunately, the nostalgia is going away. But I mean, I'll, I'll always have those memories. You know, I think it's you know you say it's going away. I mean, I, I think it's still there. It's I, to me what it is. It's not it's not as widespread and pervasive yeah, as as what true. it was. Right. I mean, there's still pockets. Like you still, yeah. The people that are still in it, you still, you still have it. It's still there, right? Mm-hmm. But it's um, I, it's not, it's not as widely shared, I think, as it used That's to right. be, right? Well, and I think now, you know, more, it'll be more like deer camp, or like a group of friends, more than it will be three or four or five generations of family mm-hmm. too. You know, yeah. Like my kids, my kids are twenty and uh, twenty and twenty four. And Tristan, my oldest, he hasn't been in the woods since he was seventeen or eighteen. You know. He, he's got other things going mm-hmm. on now. You know, there was a time I didn't go in the woods a lot either, you know, from, you know, as my neck swole, you mm-hmm. know, and I was chasing the other deer, um, <laughs> you know, but, but, but I came back to it, but, you know, so you saw right. they'll come back to it, but there's no guarantee. A lot of times kids don't come back to it. Oh, yeah. They move off, they mm-hmm. get a life, you yep. know, they, they, they move to Houston, move to New Orleans, move yeah. to Jackson. And I think even, know. even now too with, uh, I mean, shit, I look back to when I was, when I was 10, 11, 12, you know, you didn't have freaking the internet. You didn't have the, all these, the freaking, these other things you know, to video. Your life. I mean, yeah. Nintendo was awesome, but it was like, this, you know, Bro, I came all, up on Atari. Look, exactly. Oh, yeah, I look, played Atari. I, I, Atari. Atari. I played Atari, but I mean, I'm like really cut my teeth on, <laughs> on Nintendo. regular Nintendo. Yeah, yeah. Contra, uh, yeah. Like, uh, no, but I mean, like, in Mighty Bomb Jack it, and yeah. Super Mario. <laughs> Super yeah. Mario was the yeah. bomb, oh, dude. Dude. Zelda, that's a whole nother podcast. But in all seriousness, I mean, the distractions that people have in the, the you know, right. these days, like it's. It is. Yeah, yeah. it's easy to gravitate away from it. Mm hmm. Yeah, it is. All right, Lee, but, give me give me one. What's the memorable one, Lee? Uh, what's your most memorable one? Uh, the most memorable is going to be my mountain goat, but that's, I would say, I'll, I'll keep it whitetail. 
was. All right, yeah, let's go because we're gonna we're gonna have a podcast yeah. at some point where we're we'll gonna do, talk about all these. But uh, yeah, I would adventure my, things that I we, would that say right now. Done. My most memorable whitetail hunt would be from Alabama, and that was which you wouldn't kind of expect that, but it's probably three years ago, three four years ago. Um, I was doing taxidermy work for another. I, I did like a bunch of wholesale work taxes numbers would take in birds send them to me right. this and that you know well I ended up just I would just drive to Alabama and spend I don't know seven ten days at, at their shop and mount them there that way I wouldn't have to mount them here and bring them there this and that so I would stay there mount them and then I would hunt while I was there well don't tell me you were at Paul's no I was in I was at Cherie Gilmore it was it's, lady taxidermist I know her and her husband have a place in Tuscaloosa well they live in Montana now but anyway they went in Tuscaloosa or right on the outskirts and she would always tell me man I man I, I got it's tons of deer on my, on my 300 acres that I got and she, and she got to the point to where like she just didn't she kind of got out of hunting but she liked to eat there and she was like well if you if you come and you, you know you can her incentive for me to come there was to come hunting because she knew sure. I wanted to bow hunt and she was like well look instead of you trying to mount them there you could just come spend a week or, or 10 days whatever it is at my shop and you can mount ducks and then you can hunt here so that's what I started doing well at first it was just like look man just come shoot a bunch of does I got a bunch of does coming to the food plots you, you could shoot three four five a hunt whatever it is legal Perfect. I'll empty the damn quiver on me. <laughs> and so, and I did that in multiple hunts. I'd shoot two or three deer. Yeah, and that was before, before you had the ribs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, 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 now that we got deer ribs, we have more incentive to shoot those. So, yeah. so anyway, I, Tinder. I, I've hunted there quite a bit, killed a, killed a few deer. Well, she always told me about this like hardwood bottom. And she's like, look, I'm telling you, Lee, when I used to bow hunt, I'd go down there, I'd sit in between, it was, it was a pine thicket on each side, probably like a 50 yard stretch of hardwoods going through this little kind of like half-assed dry creek and she's like man I, i'd see bucks all the time so i never wanted to hunt it because i always hunted the food plots where i knew like those would just pile in and i could just wax them so i never really wanted to go do like a hunt off the food plot okay well so i went one morning and so I'm, I'm, i'll just go set up in, in you know in those hardwoods so i set up there and she's like man those deer usually don't come through till 9 30 10 o'clock or whatever it is and i'm thinking well shit man i mean i'm here to work too like i can't hunt till lunchtime every day like i mean i was yeah. trying to mount ducks and you know so i'm sitting in the stand i ain't seen shit i'm in my climber and uh it's probably nine nine o'clock in the morning and i'm about to get down <laughs> and i said man i'm gonna get down at 9 30 so i'm waiting i'm just looking at my phone like every two minutes I'm like you know that's just, when you know it's time to yeah, go yeah like you, i'm, I'm you done just cannot wait yep. yeah you like, might, I'm, yep, I'm ready to get down were your toes cold <laughs> it was i don't <laughs> it like, was no. freaking something cold he was gonna get something my toes yeah. cold i'm looking at it the was phone it was cold and i was ready to get down so like i said man i'm looking at my phone at my uh at my phone every couple minutes and it's 902 904 907 i'm like fuck man nine just and it just makes it worse the more you look at it yeah. the worse it is so it's like just nine hunt until it's time to go i told myself i was gonna sit sit till 9 30 it's like 925 I said I'm getting down <laughs> and then it's 926 so, yeah so I started yeah yeah I pull my bow rope up tie my shit you know lower it all the way down I'm in my old man climber probably 20 foot high I start climbing down 
and I'm making a little noise, you know, climb because I'm I'm done at this point, you know, I'm not really trying to be like stealthy, so I'm just climbing now, mm-hmm. you know, in the climber, and I get about, I'm I'm still probably ten foot high, and I just kind of glance up towards the pine thicket, which is. 40, 50 yards away from me, and I see a buck running the edge of it, and it darts into the pine thicket. I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> you know, and it's like, I'm kind of like half stride coming down. I'm 10 foot high. My bow's on the ground. A buck just ran into the pine thicket, and it's 930. I'm like, man, man maybe she's right. Maybe they do move at 9, 10 o'clock. So now I'm kind of like stuck. I don't know like I don't know if I should pull my bow back up and climb back up or, or what. So I'm just like paused for a second, just kind of looking around, like just waiting. And all of a sudden I hear just like, like, like bucks fighting. And, you know, in the South, you don't see shit like that. Mm. At least I never did. Mm-hmm. Not too often. Yeah. No. Right. And so, so I'm like, well, damn, I don't, I don't know if that's like antlers hitting or if I'm hearing shit because I'm right off the side of the interstate. Like there's, high, uh, I think it's I, uh, whatever it is that passes through Tuscaloosa right there. I-20 maybe? I think it's 20. I yeah, think it's 20. I, I'm right off of, uh, off the interstate. 20's off of Birmingham, I think. But anyway. Well, anyway, I'm right off the interstate. I hear like 18 wheelers and all kind of shit. Brrr, you know, so I'm, I'm thinking maybe somebody's fucking around right on the other side of the mm-hmm. pine thicket, you know, and, and it's not deer. Well, it kept going on and on, and it's just like, man, I'm, that's freaking deer fighting. <laughs> and it's got to be the deer that ran into the pine thicket. So, like I said, I'm still 10 foot high. So, I'm still, like, debating on what I'm going to do. And as I'm doing this, I can hear, that's the first time I've ever heard, like, a buck roar in the south. I heard, Bruh! Like, and it was, like, loud. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, the primos buck roar shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Normally, a grunt's just kind of real soft. Mm-hmm. It was straight up, like, I mean, they were full-blown fighting. And mm-hmm. when I realized what they were doing, I'm like, fuck, I got to get down. <laughs> you know, because, like, they, it's one of those real thick pine, pine thickets. Like, you can't see through it. You know, just super, super grown up. So I hurry up and get down the rest of the, you know, like I said, I was, all this is going, you know, as, as it's happening, I'm 10 feet off the, uh, off the ground. So I get down on the ground, unhook my bow, and, and it's still going on. Like, they still fight, and I can hear horns tickling and all that shit. So there's like a little logger road that kind of cuts through towards the pine thicket at the end. So I don't really know what to do. So I start walking towards the pine thicket. I still can't see them, but I can hear them just shuffling around all up in there. And it's they probably 50 yards from me. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm walking towards them, walking towards them. And I'm like, shit, man. I, it, I don't know if I got to keep going. You know, it's, it, this was what like, do I do? Like, what do I do? Yeah, this was like three years ago. It's not like I hadn't killed deer before, but I'm like, what do I do? I, I, I'm, I'm kind of stuck that, in this situation that, that, that uh, I never experienced that before. That is that is like the perpetual bow hunter's dilemma in a lot of scenarios. Like yeah. I, I think about elk hunting. Do I sit back and wait and wait and let it come to me, or do I freaking yeah. get aggressive that's, and go in? Like, that's where, exactly what how I do thinking. I strike that balance? That's between, what I was thinking because I'm I'm sitting here on this little logging road and these deer are fighting, literally in bow range from mm-hmm. me. I can't see them at all, and I'm thinking, well. I know when they fight and they kind of locked up, they're not they're, paying they're attention. Can I run them. in? They're, but uh, yeah. it's so damn thick, I can't see shit. So, like, I don't know if I need to sit back and wait for them to come out mm-hmm. or they may go the other way. You know, so all this shit's going through my head. 
And you feel and like I'm, if you don't do something, you gotta do something. You gotta yeah. do So gotta like do I'm walking right. as as this shit's going on, I'm like inching towards them, you know, just kind of taking a couple steps towards them. And I may, I mean, I, I gain maybe 10, 15 feet, and all of a sudden I hear <laughs> real loud again, and one of the deer comes busting out the pine thicket and comes straight at me. And he is like running wide ass open straight towards me so just instincts i come to full draw and by the time i get to full draw and anchored he is me to cliff's mic from me (laughs) (laughs) that's close in the deer like dude it's my deer on cody serious i could have grabbed this deer he was that close just held him rode him like like he could have rode him like i'm touching cliff's knee right now yeah homo but he was right here calm down i know what i'm saying little homo this deer (laughs) this deer came and he ran right on the side of me and as he runs i actually had to kind of like lean my bow back because i'm still kind of (laughs) getting oh you would have hit him i'm still coming to full draw and he ran right there on the trail and he and he shoots out kind of like quartering away from me and like I said it was about by this time it was you know close to 10 o'clock in the morning sun's kind of coming up and the way he ran he was straight towards the sun you know, and I'm trying to, I'm yelling, man, you know, I'm just trying to do, I can do stop, yeah, and I don't, I don't know what he is, I don't know what he is at this point, but I could tell he was a rack buck, I mean, yeah, he ran like, right hey. there. It doesn't, it, one of those situations, it I doesn't was, matter I what he shooting. is, I it's so incredible yeah, that you're, you're going to shoot. So, so, right. the, deer, so right. the deer runs, like, like he runs, and I try to stop him at like <laughs> six yards, seven yeah. yards from me, but I'm facing in the sun, and he's not stopping, he takes off, run, he, he like kind of keeps running off, so I'm, I'm swinging on him and I'm looking this way and the pine thicket's like back toward, your, toward the mic. Yeah, towards well, towards the mic. <laughs> and and so like he done went the full draw and he's yeah, 100, so he's like, 100 full degrees away from the mic. So look, it's well, full look, it's, it's full got, he's reliving it. This shit was freaking awesome. So I'm still at full draw facing the deer that I'm trying to get a shot on and out the corner of my eye the other deer that just <laughs> probably beat him up is running Follow out the me. pine thicket coming mm-hmm. straight at me. Because he's like just following the same like path that he took. So I swing back towards this deer. This deer runs me to cliff again, <laughs> right there. I could have almost grabbed him. And I'm, I never let down. I'm still at full draw the whole time. So this deer runs and chases that deer, runs the same exact way. That's where 80% let off. Yeah, like, exactly. Well, finally. He didn't even know he was at full draw. No. So, so he could have been no let off. He wouldn't have known he was at full draw. Adrenaline was pumped. I could have been holding a recurve at this point. So this deer runs the same exact path as the other one and I yell at him again and he stops for a split second while I'm just on him I mean he's so close dude he's top pin I mean he's literally like seven eight ten yards max yeah you know at this point when he finally stops and he stops and he's quartering away really hard and I shoot and I can't tell where I hit at it's too close you know the deer runs off and I'm like I knew he was quartering away and I felt like I put it on his shoulder and shot so I was like initially just from experience I knew exactly and right when I shot I was like fuck I hit him too far forward well he runs out and deer so rutted up he stops at about 50 yards well I can't get another shot on him where he stops at so I crawl kind of like because it was a bunch of just thick shit you know so Mm -hmm. kind of like I crawled about 10, 10, 12 feet enough to where like I can kind of see underneath the underbrush and he's out there like 50 yards where I had like one little tunnel and I'm just trying to get another arrow in him at this point yep, yep. I mean I don't care where I hit yep. him at all I can see was his guts yeah like I could see just like his back half t- towards his ass let it rip and I figured he was close to 50 or something and I yep. shot and it sounded like I hit him but again I wasn't really sure there runs off and then 
then I was like, shit, man. Then I calmed down and I called the lady, told her what happened. She's like, well, come to the shop, give it some time. We'll we'll come back with the dog. And so we left it a few hours, came back later. Deer didn't go, but deer was dead on the first shot. Yep. Deer didn't go probably 30 yards after. I, I just couldn't see it fall over. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it was pretty. And it, it, it's, it's that deer right there that's above your head. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. the one with his antlers. Yeah, just yeah. Not, that's so why. You that's see the, the shape only of his antlers. Yeah, that's the way they lean in. That's what that, that one I missed this morning. Oh, okay, got that shape. That's the only antlers. reason like, I'm kind of. Yeah, yeah. That's why I'm really that tight deer right there. Just really tight. He was wider stuff. than that, but he's got that shape where the antlers come yeah. around him. Just, just like the tines. Talk about turning. basket. And when I shot that deer, dude, she was like, "Well, what is it? Is it 125 inch? I said, "I have no clue. I just know it's a rack buck." I said, "I couldn't tell." the size of it I said they were freaking fighting it and that's he's 110 inch deer man yeah that's a beautiful deer you know who cares? That's a beautiful deer but because yeah. that's that, again that, that but, but that memory, uh, that's know? probably my best yeah. whitetail story as far as like being on the ground shooting not many people oh, shoot whitetails they, on the ground look, you know and no for sure I mean, I mean there's there's i can think back to a handful of animals that i shot too that like look maybe weren't the biggest but oh, like not big when the situation kind of came together you're like oh fuck this i'm taking yeah. this shot like yeah. this is yeah, we're this shoot. is it all came together and this is what it was like yeah well they, they always say you know when, when when that deer no matter what size he is gets you all fired up well, in the situation, and that's you know, the thing man like you, t- you like, make the shot like, man. A, like we've shot. all hunted in the south in the midwest i've never seen rut activity like full-blown fighting to uh, yeah, rats. Yeah, it's just like, not very common in no, Mississippi. No, and, 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 and I experienced that like well, in Alabama. There's so many and, does that they don't really have, there's nothing to fight no. over. You know, oh, you got her, you're dominant, I'm not going to fight you for her because I'll just go breed that doe that's right over there 20 yards away and we won't even worry about, you know, yeah. it's easy enough. Yeah, and that, that come, you know, that all goes back to, you know, number of deer in the woods and overpopulation and buck to doe ratios and you know it's not a lot of you don't see it a lot in mississippi it's just not a big thing you know i've seen some spots where like uh, the ground was tore up that i can only think that that's that had to be what happened Uh i mean you go out in the national forest and you find a spot you know maybe the size of this room and it looks like it's been dissed between the trees there's not a leaf that ain't been turned over. You sort of think that must have had a good. It fun. Had to have been well, two and, bucks had to found like, each other right here over you, one. You dome, watch it you know? on TV. You see those Texas classic Texas fights and stuff. Yeah, and, I mean, I'm telling you, man, this was this was like that. I mean, it, it was which, again, I was not. I was kind of like in disbelief. Yeah. Like I said, it, it kind of caught me halfway coming down my climb. I'm like, man, he, I. I I didn't know if I was hearing shit or not, but you know, it, yeah. it, they sure enough was fighting. But, that's pretty neat, though. Yeah. I mean, it really is pretty neat. It's just weird, you know. Mm-hmm. You just don't see it. It's just not so. So the, the most memorable ones are always a thing that you just never expect. You know, it's just not something you can expect to happen to you. You know, in the in the deer woods of the South, to have two bucks tie up, you know, and then damn near run you over, yep. you know, while they're there. But I've got, I mean, so I've got a story that's sort of similar, and it's weird. But it's weird that you had a. a I don't have two deer fighting. Um, I'm glad I don't. Going to be like, oh, Cliff, you're a copycat. You know? But I'll tell you, I so um, I got a sh- I got a shit shit show story. Um, it's really weird. So it's about 2012 or 2013. 
I got off work one afternoon and it was a cold, misty, rainy afternoon. Um, and I want to say it was like the second week of December, maybe the maybe the third week, right around this time. And uh, I messaged my wife, "Hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna slip in the woods on the way home." And uh, so I was in the national forest. I slipped into the national forest, and like I said, I've been hunting certain areas of the national forest for 30 years now, right? And so I know, like, I don't have to go scout. I know where I want. I'm gonna go sit on the end of this ridge, or I'm gonna go sit in this down this check to watch this logging road or anything. But it was late in the afternoon. It was only like it was like 4:30 before I ever got there. So I didn't pull. I didn't pull my stand. I just walked down this log. I'm gonna walk down this logging road. I'm gonna walk to the end of this logging road. I know that it, there's a ridge right here. I'm gonna walk to the end of this ridge. I'm gonna sit and we'll watch these three or four ridges sort of come together. And there's one ridge on this side that runs out past it, and then two more ridges come out of the cutover and run down to it and sort of sort of 90 into this big ridge. You know, they run down to this little bottom right there. So. I'm sitting there, like I said, it's misty raining. So I get on, I got my bow in my hand. I get underneath this uh, pin oak tree. You know, a lot of the pin oak trees down here, the limbs are really low to the ground. It's really mm-hmm. thick, you know, over your head. So I, I just nestled up against this pin oak, kicked out the leaves where I could stand and move around quietly. And I said, I'm just going to sit here till dark. I just felt like being in the woods. And I hadn't hunted in a couple weeks, weather and work, you know, and I just, I, I'm going to slip in the woods. So I'm sitting there. I got my bow sitting in my, I got a, I got a thing on my, on my belt that uh, I got a loop made. I can just hook on my belt and it would just, I can sit my bow limb in it. So I'm sitting there, got my bow hanging there, nothing's happening. All of a sudden, at the corner of my eye, I see movement, and this doe comes off that freaking ridge. Big doe. She is flying off that ridge, and there's a spike, and he is literally nose up her butt. <laughs> flying down that ridge and i'm like holy crap maybe i can get her to stop i wasn't never thinking of shooting him but i was certainly thinking of shooting her mm-hmm. i said man if i can get her to stop i'm gonna shoot her so i grab my bow and i sort of swing around and i sort of get ready and when she pops over the freaking <laughs> when she pops over she didn't pop over the ridge i thought she was going to she popped over on me she i mean literally probably here to the couch from me goes right by me and as i swing myself to look the spike runs right beside her and i look down and there's an eight point in the bottom that had run down the ridge too <laughs> oh, i didn't shit. even see him because i was watching her and this was a pretty good eight point probably about the side that like i said that one that you he's pretty decent eight point for south mississippi i mean he's definitely something i'm gonna shoot then especially then because i wasn't i wasn't into trying to like let deer walk i was yeah, especially on public land on pub, too, i don't let deer walk book. on public land now i ain't a, a two-year-old eight point on public land i'm gonna shoot that song and nine out of ten times i'm gonna shooting you know unless i just feel like he's just like really tiny or something well anyway so they run up on the they're behind me there's a thicket behind right on the edge of me or i don't hear it just where there's a thicket the eight point the spike and the doe all run up in this thicket and they're probably inside this room with me and it's just you 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 know when you know how the thickets are down here you can't see anything so i pull back and i go to full draw and i'm trying to find like a hole you know so i can put an arrow in a deer right at this point i don't give a shit i'm shooting one of these deer i, I don't care and they're all running around in this freaking thicket and about that time the doe breaks out and runs and i'm on this i'm on one side of the oak tree she runs down on the other side of the oak tree and the whole time she's running she's blowing Six point, I mean, the eight point and the freaking spike right behind her. Boom, gone. And this, again, you know how this happens? It's seconds. Mm-hmm. 20, 30 seconds, this is over with. A rack buck, a spike, and a doe inside 20 yards, and I never even got a shot at mm-hmm. none of them. Oh, shit. <laughs> and I'm looking at this freaking tree, and I'm thinking, I think I'm just going to grab the bow by the bottom limb, and I'm just going <laughs> to sling it into this freaking tree, and I'm never going to bow hunt again. I quit bow hunting right then and there. Yeah, and I, I, look, I, I, quit I quit bow about hunting a dozen right times. there. I'm, I I'm, not, I'm a gun hunter from this yep. point forward because I would have blasted yeah, that. You could have shot tried, anyone. Yeah. could have killed all of them with yeah. a rifle, right? Yeah, well, that, it, look. Look, that's the other thing too. Like you, you talk about 
the window sometimes the window for you to shoot like you don't it's so small you, it is tiny and you like you don't even it's not even a window that you picture right it's yeah. like i mean it was that that was it right there there was a there before was a, you even realized it was gone six by eight yep that's I where say, i had to the, shoot the one i killed uh, i was a half uh, a second from not getting a shot from not getting it a is shot. And right. i just got lucky and was able to get a shot but i mean it my yeah. story was the same as your story i damn near didn't get a shot and, and yep. not to say that like hey rush your shots like put but like you've got to recognize and realize the too like sometimes that was the opportunity like you said that, Lee. Yep, like that, that was, was it that was it like it's it's yep. not going to get any better than that and that was it yeah but <laughs> yeah back to back that was to tough you. dude i mean yeah I, you know, literally i like that i'm done bowing i'm a, i yep. am a used to be bow hunter yeah i used to bow hunt now i just kill stuff with a gun now because it's easy <laughs> i don't have to deal with this shit no more you know so i'm sitting there and you know how right, so whenever something like that so happens, i have a feeling the story's about to get better so I you know so. you know how when you're sitting there and you're going through that I, the, yeah I quit. The thought yep you you read every split second of that movement everything that happened i can i can literally envision everything i can still to this day remember the way she looked when she popped off that ridge and the way that i mean i can see the leaves kicking up underneath uh, his butt uh, as he was running down the ridge on her you know a hundred percent. It probably went five seconds. You but can think about it in a way like an hour in oh, your yeah, head. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yep. I mean, how she ran, yep. when she came up, and, yep. then I, and I looked over the spike, and the eight point is running off the ridge <laughs> and standing down there, you know? And then they all run up on the ridge. I'm within 30, 20, 30 yards of me, and they're just a pile of deer. They're all chasing each other around. It's a melee of freaking, you know, somebody's going to fuck that dope. <laughs> and they're just trying to fit, sort out which one's going to do it, you know? <laughs> and she's doing her best not to get fucked. Yeah. So she is certainly, yeah. she's trying hard not to get, yeah. she's about to get tag teamed. Yeah. Mean. But anyways, and they, they're they gone and I'm sitting there and I'm like, I mean, I'm done. I'm just freaking done. And, and I'm playing this all in my mind. And so I, I turned back down the direction I was originally looking because the deer had run down that way. And like I said, this cutover is only off this ridge is only, you know, 40, 50 yards off the side. So hell, for all I know, they're going to make a loop and come right back down through here. So I'm sort of thinking, you know, maybe, doubtful. It ain't never going to happen, but maybe. Well, I just happened to, something, you get that sixth sense look. I turned my head and I looked back over my right shoulder and there's this dude's freaking walking down the ridge and crosses into the bottom. And he came from behind me. I don't know how... I don't all I know all I can think of is that he didn't he heard all the noise and it just got him to get up and he walked off the ridge and he walked into the bottom between the big ridge and the ridge that I was on and he's quartering away and all I can see is freaking sticking out past his ears <laughs> horns and I'm like oh shit and he's like 37 38 yards and I know about what he is I mean I sort of instantly you know how you like you if you bow hunt a lot you don't ever, I didn't have to range him. I just knew he was 37, 38 yards. Something just innately, I just knew he was 37, 38 yards, you know? So I freaking come back, get the full draw, and I'm shooting back then. I was shooting a finger release, an index release. Come back, get full draw. I put the 40 yard pin right at, right at his heart and freaking touched it off. What? Smoke mm-hmm. him. <laughs> Smoked him. He freaking he don't do it he, he sort of hunches and then takes off running mm. and he makes a loop he turns he makes it he runs right up the same little knob that she ran up and damn near runs into me runs right up the knob here to the couch and i'm looking at him and blood's just freaking pumping out and he takes off down this freaking gully and i'm like i can't believe it. i mean i can't believe it happened first and then i'm so freaking jacked i'm like wanting to caress my boat <laughs> you know? I'm, a, I'm a bow hunter forever <laughs> 
<laughs> never giving this up. I'm going. I mean, I'm bronzing this boat. That's it. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's the bronze. Bronzing it like you do with little baby's feet. Yeah, yeah. You're like, yeah. Exactly. I got a first pair of shoes. <laughs> I get it. Exactly, man. And this dude is. I mean, uh, matter of fact, I still got that boat. I bet. Is it in bronze? bronze? No, it's not, it's not bronze. It's my backup boat, actually. It's, I think that was. I think the first year. I think that was my Invasion CPX. That was the first year I bought that boat. No that was shit. the year I bought that Invasion CPX. I think it was. That just goes to show you how freaking I mean, fast that fast. shit happens. So yeah, fucking light. Like, I, I give you him go about, from quitting to fucking to the lowest the, of lows to the highest of highs. It's from the, exactly you know, the lowest from the of lows to the highest so of highs. You know? Yep. I was on the peak. Of, I was on the pinnacle of whitetail deer success at that moment. But a few <laughs> minutes ago, I was in Done. hell. Done. I was in whitetail purgatory. Done. Give you know? me a fucking rifle. Yeah. Fuck a bow. All this work, all this time, fuck all this, this practice. It ain't worth gotta, it. It ain't worth it. A, all I got to do with a rifle is psych that dude in the day before oh. deer season and I'm done. Oh. You know? Or a buckshot. You could have killed could've, all three Could have shot off with one R- shot then. Could have had ribs for days on Rip fucking the ribs. For day. Now, now you might though. Like yeah. After you had a couple Anyhow. of those ribs. So I gave him a few minutes and I, I didn't know, like I said, I, I don't know what I'm shooting. I just know he's, I'm on the National Forest and this is by far the biggest deer I've ever had a, I've actually put a book, put anything in, you know, I shot, shot that big deer like we talked about last week that got away, you know, a couple yeah. weeks ago that you know, I wasn't, I wasn't patient. Well, I just knew this was a big deer and that he was wide and that he was obviously bigger than anything I'd killed with a bow in my entire life. And so I let him rock and I mean, I was scared to death. You ever, like when you shoot one, I was so scared to blood trail him. Yeah, because you don't, you don't want to not find him. I so was like, so you don't, scared. Like I would don't want to get on the blood trail. You know, so I didn't have to go to where I shot him. I went to a freaking, I mean, I literally walked 15 feet and the blood trails right there. I said, he was gushing blood. Yeah. So dude, I knocked in. I mean, I went into freaking Indian stalk mode, dude. I was freaking <laughs> arrow knocked. You were I ready. A, I take yeah, a step and I'm looking. Your, your release, it wasn't in your pocket. It was not in my pocket. <laughs> no, I can assure you it was, I had pressure on the bowstring. I mean, I was ready to go to full draw like, in a second. Just walking around at full draw. Yeah, yeah just damn near, yeah. damn near walking around at full draw. I mean, really. You got another one of those? No. We could, you got the I last could, one? I could no, you saw No, I'm good. I'm good. I, it's just a little bit too strong no, for me. No, that's okay. I mean. It's a little bit strong. It's a little bit too strong for me. It's heavy. I might have it some backwash. No, I mean. Some no, uh, <laughs> and I, I'll, just, I'll just go without. I'm okay. Well, anyway, so I, I, I walk on down and I ease along and I'm, I'm following the blood trail, but I'm literally, I, like, I look at blood and I'm scanning out in front of me, you know? Because my biggest fear is he's laying there. I yeah, bust yeah, him up or something, you know? I felt like the shot, I mean, I remember where the shot was. I remember the blood, you know? How, like you know when you shoot him and you and the blood just squirts and you know yep. that's lethal but i'm still scared to death that he's going to get up you know and i damn sure didn't give him 30 minutes i gave him like 30 seconds mm-hmm. you know yeah. he, wasn't, he wasn't out of sight 30 seconds i was yeah. getting ready to and i had to make myself wait you know i probably waited two or three minutes but i had to make myself wait <laughs> there's like it's two or three hours no i get it there's been a couple of animals where i know the shot was okay i know it was a lethal shot you go yeah. and i look and i'm like now I'm going to make myself wait because I, yep. like, so I made, myself, I made right. myself wait three or four minutes yep. and that's as far as I could wait I just <laughs> I got to go look so I, I, I ease down I get down to this bottom and it's just it's just a, and it's not it's a real narrow bottom where the ridges come together and it runs into the cutover and I'm like please don't be oh, don't go to the cutover please don't get into that cutover because if I I mean there's a chance even though it's, I know it's lethal there's still a chance if he gets in there that I don't find this deer if I lose that blood trail in that cutover and you know these cutovers are so thick mm-hmm. I mean if 
there's not a blood every couple seconds, yeah, you know, they can tuck away if, if he's bleeding shit. every 10 feet, Stun. it's hard, hard to find these deer. Mm, yep. So I ease along and all of a sudden I come around this tree and I see a butt. Dude, mm-hmm. I'm full draw. <laughs> I step out I behind thought, that tree. I thought tree. you were still in full draw. <laughs> I wasn't. Yeah, you, that, that don't have the let off of it. Yeah. <laughs> so, but I know as soon as I, as soon as I step around that tree, and I saw I saw butt, and I just I went to full draw, and I just sort of looked at him for a second. You know, he was on his side, freaking heads over, and he's, I know he's dead. So I'm, I let back down and I ease over there, ease over there, ease over. There. He's just he's he's stone dead. He's stone dead. So I mean, I looked at him. You know, that's where I um. You know, you just you that moment. You know, was that a spike? Uh, no, <laughs> <laughs> biggest spike you ever saw. Yeah. No, um, he is a uh, he is a seven by five. No uh, shit. He is a seven uh. by five. Um, he's uh, got a kicker and a. He got a baby we, drop. He don't. He's, I didn't count the baby drop, but he's got a baby drop. That's not a, part of the seven by five. No, it's no. not. He's a seven by five. He goes with about, the drop. No, not with the drop. He'd be if I counted the drop, which ain't long enough to score, so I didn't count it. Okay. So he'd be a thirteen. But no, he's a seven foot. He's 13, a seven by five. He well, I'm been. from Pennsylvania. Yeah. Everything. Well, I, don't, I don't. It doesn't well, matter. Like every everything. It could be a basket rack like this, or fucking. It's an eight point. <laughs> or a ten point. Yeah. Or a no, point. He is, he's, a, he's a seven by five. Um, he's he's got a seven on one side, five on the other. Of course, with a he's kicker. Got a, got a kicker. Um, go. Got a split brow. Uh, beautiful deer. I'm, I mean, I've never. That's the biggest I've ever killed with my bow. Um, and he's probably. I've, I've never officially scored him or never scored him at all. Um, I've had a lot of people look at him and say he's probably pushing the one fifty mark. You know, heavy horned. Uh, he's little, he, he's heavy, heavy horned. I mean, wow. all the way out. So, yeah, that's my dude. Um, Paul Walt, Paul Smith mounted him for me. Um, I sent that thing to Alabama, and Paul Smith mounted him for me, my buddy down there. He Hell mounted yeah. him for me on a wall pedestal. Yeah, that's my guy. Um, but that's my that's my like that's a shit show, dude. That's my most memorable. I mean, hmm. nothing like that's ever happened to me. Yeah. I, Ninety times out of out of a hundred, that don't end well. You know, that doesn't probably for for probably fifty percent of the guy that ends up with the bow being <laughs> wrapped around the tree. You know, but yep. yeah, that's my that's my shit show uh, whitetail hunt. Huh? That was a weird. That's a one. good story. No, I mean, yeah. All right, and we, then, so we when I killed him after I, after I found him, it freaking poured down rain. Yeah, I mean, because it had been misting rain the whole time. I mean, it poured down rain. That's good. Um, and so I called my buddy Bo and I said, Hey man, I killed, you know, I killed him. And so he came from Brookhaven, came to that, or naturally, I think he was still living in Meville at the time. So he came, went over there and we freaking went in there and got him. I'd bring the four wheeler down there and um, he was down in this bottom and dude, that, there wasn't no dragging him out of there, man. Not me and him. I freaking put that new mm-hmm. to the, but I got him to a, I got him to a log and then I got the winch off the four wheeler to him. And winched we them up. winched yeah. that dude the rest of the way. Yeah, it was a it was a chore getting him out of there. I was soaked to the bone. Those are those uh, those uh, embrace the suck memories. We uh, you do you know heard, uh, you have to embrace. The no, suck. that's you it, do, that's man. It. Like he killed, no. killed that one in uh, Illinois this year. Yeah. He sent a picture. And it was a big body freaking yeah. deer, and, he, and it was down in like died in the yeah. bottom. And he's like, man, died. I ain't looking forward to this shit. Dude. I'm like, man, you just got to embrace the suck. You, you do the have to embrace the suck. It's weird. Like I heard y'all say that. You know, you say that last time. Like. Those are the, the memories. Dude, my, that, that's, dude, that, that, that you. It does. Uh, without that work, without that, without the suck. That's what makes it. Uh, oh, yeah. That's how far down he was. Uh, yeah. And then. That's what makes it. Yeah. Even if I zoom in on him, <laughs> you can tell how far. Yep. And he fit in. No. He fell yep. down in the, he fell down in the little creek that was inside the gully. Yeah. I mean, he was just down in there. Um, yeah. We embraced the suck on him pretty, pretty hard. Uh, 
and I've had other ones that you know like I remember Grandpa Papa um, he didn't drag deer yeah I drugged him <laughs> you know they killed him some ones back in there too and we yep. dra- that's why I tell Lee you cannot if you come with me you cannot yeah, shoot he told those me, he's like man back. I'll show you a bunch of spots on the forest over here and uh but uh I said if you, shoot if no you shoot, I told him I said if you <laughs> shoot one past the first ridge <laughs> you on your own but like, that's where I grew up like there wasn't no past the first ridge it didn't matter like you yeah. shit was well, so it didn't for us either like, but I'm 50 now yeah it, it, well, it, it didn't matter like, it used to not matter for me yeah but you but were I'm only hun- you were only hunting 30 acre plots at a time yeah, like there was there was no worry. way like no, I mean, there, I there was no dragon there, there was that didn't even exist so right I, I took mm-hmm. Lee I took Lee to the spot I mean I got the national forest surrounds my house yeah. it's all around me and uh, I took him over there and, and he went down that spot the one that I went the other day is you go down in there about three or four hundred yards yeah. and it drops off yeah and then it goes across and then it goes that's way a pretty spot, it though. is a pretty spot but I'm like look I mean it's 300 yards off the road that's not the press I yeah. mean, if you kill something 300 yards off the road, I'll come help you get it but after that you go across and then it goes straight up <laughs> yeah for another probably 70 feet high yep you know if you shoot a doe on the top of a, a couple over a couple of those well when you get her to 300 yards I'll be there with a side by side and bring, of, get her out bring her back you know? some of this laying like in this bluffy area yeah like like from here towards the river man it gets steep as yeah. shit oh, it, yeah, it, yeah, it, yeah. like it I wanted like right. some of that like uh like kind of Ohio like probably Pennsylvania where it gets real <laughs> you know as far as whitetails where yeah. it gets kind of real steep man Mississippi I have well that's some, how I used yeah, to get ready shit for elk around yeah. here it, so, in a microcosm it's it's, it's freaking yeah so I used to get ready to go elk hunting or anything like that but what I would do is I would go and I'd make a loop I'd walk down the, I'd walk the gravel road and the pavement until I got directly behind my house and all the ridges run north and south and I'd be directly due east or due yep. west of my house and then we would up and down the hill and that was how I would you know with my, with my pack it, on it can and work. I'd go up and down yep. and up and down across those ridges so you yep. would you know a 60 foot you know you go 60 foot to the top yeah. you go over the top and go across the bottom yeah. 60 foot to the top again and you just kept doing that yeah until we come out behind the house and then we'd walk yeah. all around and you know? and the only thing i mean that works like probably the only thing you're missing is your the elevation yeah, you can't you right? can't you prepare can't, for the elevation yeah right yeah no matter but, no matter what you do because yeah. we've but the light yeah i've done enough hunts out there out west and in mm-hmm. canada and shit like that you could prepare for them the best you think you preparing for them but yep. when you get out there it's going to kick your ass no matter yeah. what well, i mean you, well, you can't prepare for the elevation no. yeah. there's no way to prepare for that so so lee all right quickly most memorable hunt that's not a whitetail hunt because i know you've been on a lot so yeah mountain goat yeah yeah i got we got but i want to save that though all right yeah there we go that that would probably be like a podcast in itself because that's a hunt that we'll talk about it yeah when i guess we'll no we'll talk about it we'll talk about it like uh, early in the summer when we get because i want to do a series like that before we get ready to go out west i want to do a series on that's perfect that's one of my most memorable yeah we'll get because I arrowed a mountain goat. Oh, did you? Who uh, tumbled off a ridge, yeah, never came, to be seen again. They came back so, with helicopters uh, and stuff trying to find it. Like, yeah. Like, and that's the risk you run out there. Yeah. Sheep, same tough, way, yeah. Tough mm-hmm. shit. So, yeah. We'll, we'll yeah. save that. We'll save that that's for a like good, a show. That'll be like, good We'll one. maybe do like a like a either two-part or just a long 
Mountain goat. Yeah, we'll just not a mountain we'll, goat. We'll episode. sit up here on like a you know during the summer when we got a whole Saturday afternoon, man. We'll freaking get together. We'll grill up some stuff. Yeah, we'll, we can start early. You know, like I'll Saturday bring the wife morning. over. She can play with the baby. Does and somebody we'll bring the deer ribs. <laughs> well, we'll find some. We'll, we'll find some deer ribs. Yeah, yeah we'll, we'll do we'll that. Get that. So, yeah, um, guys, uh, we got some people coming over, um, so we're gonna have to cut this a little bit. I want to say short. It's been an hour and a half. Um, they've just been fantastic, man. I appreciate you any 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 yeah, parting words of wisdom jason yeah no I, I shit can't shoot him from the couch right like that's that's, that's, that's uh, it bro it's true. that's it that's it all right guys that's it what he said you can't kill him from the couch we're out of here it was a complete shit show <laughs>